What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Industry Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Jazz, the CEO, and I have a very, very special guest with me today, Ellery like celery Thomas. <laughs> you see, I kept that. I kept yes. that. Uh, she is an independent damsel pro from Danzel in Defense. You'll get to know what exactly that is if you don't already know. Um, she's a mother and she's a daughter of a law enforcement officer. So she knows too well how the lifestyle goes. Um, so we're just going to kind of get started on a little bit of things. I mean, first, I want to know, you know, a little bit more about you and how you got started uh, in Damsel in Defense, because I see that. Um, you got diagnosed with scoliosis, multiple sclerosis, sclerosis, and you left your banking career, and that's kind of where it started. To you started to uh, go to you were volunteering at a foundation, and did that kind of push you into the safety world? Well, first of all, thanks, Jasmine, for having me on. I appreciate it, and it was a pleasure meeting you um, on this past Saturday. Yes, I had fun. Yes. So um, definitely um, my career path. Actually, I wanted to follow my dad's um, footsteps in going to law enforcement. Okay. Um, While I was in probably my first year um, in banking, I had the opportunity to um, sign up and schedule to take my test to become a metropolitan police officer. Oh, okay. At the very last moment, I chickened out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I chickened out um, and, and maybe one one thing one fear that you can help me get over uh, Jasmine is that growing up I developed a fear of firearms oh man yes. yeah I can help with that I can help with that yeah, so, so that um, you know sort of led me into when I was introduced to um, Damsel and Defense I said oh wow you know other products and devices that women can use um, that are not a firearm, but still could be, you know, used to potentially um, save their lives. And I guess, you know, growing up with my dad, you know, coming home every day with that firearm on his hip and we as, you know, small children, it was instilled in us never to touch it. Yeah, never, you know, yeah. N- never, never touch daddy's gun, you know, it's put away safely, you know, so just hearing that over and over, I guess, you know, growing into an adult, I still had that fear of never, ever touching a firearm. Yeah, yeah. Now that 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 is kind of like, uh, you know, that's twofold, you know, it's like, hey, don't touch this It's not for kids da, da, da. Mm-hmm. at the same time, if you want them to really know then teaching them safety and teaching them how to use people do that too, you know, cause Correct. I'm a parent, but I know parents will be like, no, don't touch nothing. Don't touch it. Don't even look mm-hmm. at it. But then you have other parents who are like, let me take you to the range. Let me take you to, yes. let me teach you on a BB gun. So at least if you ever had to use one, you would know, you know, and you wouldn't have that fear. Cause a lot of people have that fear. That's exactly. not a, that's a normal fear to have. So we'll work on that. That'll be enough. Yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so you developed that fear from childhood, which usually mm-hmm. so okay. Well, I mean, so what but being a daughter of a cop besides that, what else did you kind of get out of that safety wise? 
Yes, well, well, one of my um, dad's um, responsibilities um, at the, with the Metropolitan Police Department was he was uh, what they called back in the day, um, officer friendly. Mm-hmm. So he had the canine dog. So he would go into the school systems and teach children about um, safety, do safety drills like, you know, almost like they have today, you know, with the um, with the school shootings and they have drills on that, um, you know, your regular fire drills. Well, they did safety drills back in the day um, also. Okay. So, you know, again, having that, being able to participate. My mother, I remember she was uh, stay home mom at the time and she would take us to some of my dad's um demonstrations with the canine dogs so just seeing that um and again you know being taught about stranger danger um being taught um you know just about being aware of your surroundings I didn't understand at the time when my mother would always say when you're out and about keep your head on a swivel yeah which is hard nowadays because cell phones right right and that's one thing that I do when I go out and do my safety talks and safety presentations I definitely always talk to you know the young girls young teens um, even some of us adults about having our faces stuck in that cell phone when we walk in and we were out and about hello you said uh-huh. it? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, sorry. That was not me singing. That was somebody else. Oh, I didn't even hear. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Hold well, we're going to, it's okay. I'm going to edit that out. Um, just jump right back into um, when you go and you teach people about yes. not faces in that phone. Right, right. And, and, and especially in, in itself, this time last week, I was on my way to um, Salisbury University to talk to a group of, um, you know, young adults mm-hmm. that leading up into um, homecoming week to talk yes. to them about safety on and off campus. A lot so, of things going on in homecoming week. Yes, yes. And, and one thing that I challenged the, the young people to do was um, knowing how to get in touch with the campus police. Okay. So that's the way I started off my talk. So I challenged them and I gave out a prize. I said, the first person in this room, the auditorium, it was probably like about 50 or so. um, I said, the first person that could text me the phone number to the campus police Mm. will get a prize. And you know they had to Google it and they trying to search. They had to Google it. Yes. Yes, you should know how to get in touch with the police. I said, your parents are paying for this as part of your tuition. So today as a follow-up, because I was smart and I got all of, that way I got all of their phone numbers. Mm. So everybody in the auditorium, I had all of their phone numbers now locked in my cell phone. That's crazy. So what I did, I spent um, the first part of my um, day today was texting every student that participated and asked them, you know, thank you for participating. I hope that you had an enjoyable and safe homecoming weekend. And then bam, 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 they were hitting me back. Thanks, thanks so much. Oh, we enjoyed your presentation. But I want them to keep my name and my number forefront in their mind. So if they ever you know, are in need of a safety product that they know who to contact. I mean, let's let's pause for a second. That was marketing genius right Thank there. You. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> gracious. That was that was great. So if you're listening and you heard that little tidbit, rewind it and be like, 
okay, that that's genius. That's some Beyonce genes. You know, she oh. crazy with the marketing. I mean, she does crazy things with the marketing. That was great. Um, Thank that, you. <laughs> that was good. I mean, on on campus, are those products allowed on campus, or how does that really work? Because I know how we talked about whether um, the stun gun was legal in Maryland and Ocean City. How does that work about schools and things like that? Yes, so it, it's definitely um, individual by by school, by university. Um, oh, okay. So that's one of the things. Um, my son, he was the one that invited me to come. He's the treasurer of the Black Student Union there at Salisbury. So when oh. he invited, I said, the first thing you need to do is check with campus security, check with whomever to make sure that I can come on campus with these products. Yeah. And I said, and if any student was interested in purchasing anything, that it would have to be shipped to their homes and delivered to their parents. And then it yeah. would be the parent's responsibility to get it to the student. So yeah. there was going to be no interaction of, um, you know, selling, you know, the products on campus because they are, and we stress when we sell our products, these are for self-defense. You know, yeah. I'm telling the, the young ladies, just because somebody's looking at your man, just because somebody <laughs> have on the same outfit as you and they kind of yeah, rock it a little bit better, nothing. you know, you can't yeah. get mad or, you know, pull out a pepper spray or stun gun over, you know, some jealousy issue or something like that. But it's strictly, you know, self-defense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's like I said, it depends on, on the college, on the campus. So, definitely um, students, um, parents, you have students going off to college, definitely that's the first thing you want to do is see what is allowed on that campus. Is there like an age limit where do you have to be 18 and over to buy stun gun or pepper spray or? Correct. Correct. And I'm so glad that you asked that. Yes. So legally um, in, in the state of, I think Maryland, DC and Virginia, the DMV, um, you have to be 18. Some other, a couple, maybe only two other States um, that allow at 16. Okay, okay. But again, it's up to the parents' discretion. Yeah. You know, so it's up to the parents' discretion. And I mean, I don't want to say anything that's going to, you know, get me in trouble legally. Um, but, <laughs> <know what> you... <laughs> but, but, you know, it's up to the parents' discretion. I mean, if, if I have a student, which I did, and my daughter started working at 16, and she yeah. would get off work at 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night, and she was driving, mm, would I rather her have you know, yeah. a, a pepper spray to pro- possibly, you know, protect yourself and I deal, you know, with legal issues if that were to happen. <laughs> You'll be safe. All right. <laughs> safe and alive to deal with the repercussions of what you just did. So, yes, I'd rather that too, but we're not going to go into that because right. we don't <laughs> But, like, <laughs> like, I have people like my mom, she has pepper spray um, on her key ring. Okay. Now, yes. the problem I have with some people that do have that, they go to the store, they go to Walmart, they get it, they put it in a little zebra package, mm-hmm. they put glittery package, and they walk around. But one, they don't know how to use it. Correct. Two, they don't know anything about it, so they don't even know that it expires at some point. Right. So let's talk about those two things, because especially for women, you know, men have a better chance. They're, they're born stronger. It's just That is how mm-hmm. it is products are really geared towards women and I really want people to know like when they come see you at a presentation or book you teach them how to use it that, um, that is so correct Jasmine and that is so important and I tell people all the time because I run into 
um, you know, a lot of people that, and I love to see a woman, you know, in the grocery store in line with a pepper spray dangling from her keychain. I love that she has, you know, empowered herself. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things, again, that I gave um, at the presentation I did with the college students, I had, you know, asked the question, is there anybody, um, it was like five young ladies in the spray. Um, wow. So again, you can go to Walmart shoe store <laughs> selling pepper sprays. Yeah, uh, but again, you're not um, getting the education. You're not, not getting the education. They're buying it and they're giving it to their student or whomever and sending them off. So if the situation, you know, came um, to pass where they would have to use it, do they know how to arm it? Most yeah. of the pepper sprays, they have a locked position. Ours have a locked position. So that yeah. way it's not accidentally um, going off in your purse, pocket, backpack. Um, and ours, trust me, you don't want that to happen. You don't. <laughs> and ours also, the uh, the tip of it is glow in the dark. So if you do have to fumble in mm -hmm. your purse, you know, at night, you can, you know, potentially see that pepper spray. But again, we say be ready, don't have to get ready. As soon, yes, it's, as soon as you're, you know, heading out, have your product in your hand, no matter what your product of choice is, have that in your hand, armed and ready to go. Because if someone's going to attack you, they're not going to give you the opportunity to go digging through your purse or your backpack trying to find your self-defense item. Exactly. Our pepper sprays also have a built-in UV dye in it. So the dye is orange. Almost the same effect as like the dye pack when someone robs the bank and the money explodes. Oh, oh so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it has that orange UV dye. So when the attacker is sprayed, traces of that dye will stay on them for up to seven days. Hopefully, within that time frame, they can be identified by the police, you know, picked up if they had to be interrogated. And that yeah. they'll still show up underneath that blue light the dye will still show up on them. So I tell people again, so because our pepper sprays will spray 16 feet away and you want to aim, you want to go in the form of a T or a Z because you definitely want to get their eyes. The alphabet, alphabet, just make sure you aim for their face because you going to cause a temporary blindness. It's going to cause them to cough and convulse, giving you a time to get away. Spray and get away. Don't stick around trying to see what the outcome is going to be. Any self-defense product that you use is just your opportunity to get to a safe location to be able to call yeah. for help. Yeah. So again, so talking about, um, you know, the pepper sprays or things that are purchase at other places you aren't getting that education the, the cashier you know they've been selling laundry detergent or you know <laughs> whatever all day so they, yeah they, they just sold a bag of dog food now they're exactly. selling you the pepper spray exactly. yeah absolutely so education um is important and again people do not know or realize that the pepper sprays do have expiration dates yes so tell tell me about that one if, if i bought one today how far down the line, do I need to get another one or how does that work with the expiration date on your stuff? Okay, so um, the inventory that I have now, most of my pepper sprays um, are expiring in, in 2022. Gotcha. So, so yeah, so you, ha you have about a three year um, lifespan on your pepper spray. Uh, we do sell refills. 
So we do oh, sell, okay. yeah, so you can definitely, um, if your pepper spray has expired, we can sell you a refill. The other thing that we have um, is a replacement policy on our pepper sprays, meaning that if you have to use our pepper spray in an attack and you file mm-hmm. a police report, which we hope that you would do, you file a police report, send us a copy of that. We'll replace your pepper spray free of charge for the lifetime that you have it. Wow. So, yeah, this company is great. Yes, yeah, so those <laughs> other locations, you know, and I'm not knocking the other locations, but if you're at a um, big box store or wherever you may be and you purchase a pepper spray, once you walk out the door, that's your responsibility. Yeah, you know, absolutely. But with us, we're, we're, we're going to back it up. We offer you refills um, if you have one that's already expired. And again, if you have to use one of ours, have a copy of a police report, then we replace it free of charge for the lifetime that you have it. Your pepper spray or any self-defense item, again, is an investment uh, that you're making in that purchase. And also, Mm -hmm. just like car insurance, life insurance, medical insurance, we hope we don't ever have to use it, but we do have it in the event that we need it. Let's let's talk about the stun guns now. That's the fun one. Okay. Um, Because... People usually they buy the pepper spray and they put it on the keychain or pepper spray is like it. People know that more than they know that they can get a stun gun right. or more than you know that stun guns come in compact sizes or curse sizes. Right. I think I have one on your table that looked like a camera. Yes. <laughs> I don't think that's common knowledge that those exist. So let's talk about that. Tell us like, I mean, I don't even know what questions to ask about the stun gun because I'm one of those people. I, I, as far as me, I do security and all I've known is tasers. You know, right. all I've known is a duty belt. Um, they shape like guns, they're yellow and black tasers. So this is a little bit of a different avenue. So tell me about the stun guns and how they work. Okay. How we should purchase. Great. I'm glad you asked. So again, so th- this is another thing that I brought up um, with the students on last Monday. Um, I gave a prize to anyone that could tell me the difference between a stun gun and a taser. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. all the, I mean, I cannot count the number of times that someone will come up to my display and they're so excited. Oh my gosh, you have tasers. And that's, yeah. that's an opportunity right then to educate them. Okay, so one thing, um, the difference that I always try to teach um, people, um, the difference between a stun gun and a taser, because they think that they're the same thing, uh, whereas the taser is more of a distance. Uh, for your self-defense because the taser is going to shoot the prongs out and those prongs will be embedded into the person. So that's what we see, you know, a lot on TV and in movies, um, things such as that. And what you don't know or what I didn't know about a taser is that, okay, so I'm seeing this on the news, on the movies, that that person now has to be transported before they're arrested, taken to jail. That person has to be transported to the ER because yeah. those prongs have to be removed out of them. Yep, yep, absolutely. And so with the stun gun, um, the stun gun is going to send the um, electronic um, uh, voltage through the person's body. And the voltage cannot travel between, you know, you and the other person. I get that question a lot um, also. So, and then they also think um, that, oh, I don't want the person that up close, you know, on me to have to use a stun gun. Of course, Mm -hmm. we never want that to happen. But if someone has come up and grabbed you, you want to be able to defend yourself. And they're in your space. They've touched your person. 
you want to be able to get them off of you. So yeah. that's definitely uh, where a stun gun comes into place. And also, um, just like with uh, police officers, with security officers, um, you layer your protection. So I teach people how to layer their protection also. So not only will you have a stun gun, but you can also have a pepper spray attached to your stun gun as backup. Because if your stun gun is taken from you, you have a backup of a pepper spray that's going to shoot 16 feet away. Yeah. Also, all of our stun guns are on LED flashlights. Um, They all have a feature of a disabled pin. Meaning if, again, that stun gun is snatched from you, it becomes disabled because now it's detached from the pin that you're wearing and okay. that attacker cannot use your stun gun back on you. On you, which is, which police don't have that. And that's why, that's why when somebody is reaching for the stun, yeah. I mean, uh, taser or the gun, the reaction is, oh, no, no, no. Got to take you down before you right. use it. Right. So that's a great tool to have. Like, absolutely. Uh, I, I think I'm going to stun guns. Yes. <laughs> and, I mean, <laughs> and then we e- even recently developed now, um, probably a little less than two years, I think, uh, we even have a pepper spray that does the same thing a pepper spray with a disabled pin. So exactly. if your pepper spray is snatched from you, it becomes disabled. The canister drops down in the case and it cannot be activated. So then that attacker could not spray you with your own pepper spray, nor could they stun you back with your own stun gun. That's crazy. I mean, another difference between a stun gun and a taser for me is pricing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because uh, some most people here, they either listen in for safety-wise or they mm-hmm. listen uh, industry-wise. And for the people in the industry, we could go get the certification for being um, tased, but the taser itself is about two to four hundred dollars. Wow, I didn't know that. And but that's the taser itself. Okay, dollars sometimes five, depending uh-huh. on like size. Wow, so you have two to four five hundred dollars. But some of them might come with a cartridge. But if you use that cartridge, just like you explained, it goes into the person's body and they get transported to the hospital and the prongs get taken out, the prongs get thrown away. Uh-huh. So now taser no longer has anything to tase with so you have to buy more cartridges got you and the cartridges alone are a hundred dollars okay so police they get them issued to them but security we have to buy our equipment on our own so i think the stun gun and the different size stun guns because i think i saw one that was black and it looked like a really big flashlight is, was that a stun gun? That was, was that, that was probably another um, product that we have called the Road Trip. We have a smaller one, um, and I didn't have black on my table in that when I sold it at a previous event. But okay. um, those are more compact, which, you know, we got a lot of requests for. So we do listen to our customers when they have requests. Yeah. Um, and the company, you know, will work on certain designs. So that was definitely one that was requested. It's a smaller, it does not have raised prongs, so it's not detectable um, as a stun gun. Um, It comes in multiple colors, but black is definitely always a nice staple color in any of the um, products that we have. So the one that's disguised as a camera is called the Gotcha, and actually it has more features than any of the other stun guns that we offer. With the Gotcha, uh it has um, the LED flashlight, 
Okay. It has the personal alarm that sounds off at 120 decibels. Oh, oh, okay. It has the stun feature, and it is also a charger for your cell phone. <laughs> Everybody needs that. Yes, yes. Everybody needs that. So what? So we were talking about um, the price difference in stun guns. Yes. And, uh, so what are the prices on different stun guns in, in that one as well? Okay, and actually, um, the one that we have um, that, that I just mentioned with the most features is usually our most expensive stun gun. Okay. Um, when it first was released, it was had a price point of $80. Okay. Um, that one is currently on special for $55. Okay. okay. $55. We have um, two styles that are $70 a piece. And then our latest one that I was talking about, the little ringer, uh, this disguise that looks like a little small flashlight, that one uh, is $74. How much is the one that is designed to look like a big flashlight? It was like and, itself on the table. Right. Now, that one is not a stun device. That um, one, yeah, that was called our road trip. So that's an emergency um, tool for your automobile. So it has the beacon light. It has an alarm, seatbelt cutter. It's a glass breaker. It also will charge up your cell phone. And um, it has a magnetic head where you would put it on the top of your automobile. Uh If you're broke down, it has a flashing red lights on it. So you can be seen from a distance. Hold on one second. Yes. (laughs) I am a huge fan of multi-tools, okay? Oh, are you? I, I did. I just got my first Leatherman tool, and I've been using it for all kinds of reasons. Somebody had a string on their suit. I'm like, hold on. I what? No, you- <laughs> oh, somebody needed to screw in a, a piece of um, thing on their glasses. Wait a minute. I got a screwdriver. Yes. Tell me again. Tell me again what this tool does. The road okay. Road so it's, it's called our road trip. Road trip. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the road trip is a, a design to look like you're looking at a regular flashlight. Okay. The exact same size, just a regular typical flash. Mm-hmm. It's a flashing beacon light that's red. <laughs> so you can be seen from a distance. That's crazy. It has a three-way flashlight. So it has a real bright setting, a medium setting, then it has a strobing light. It will charge up your cell phone. It does not require batteries because you charge it up itself. Wow. Okay. It has a glass breaker and a seatbelt cutter. This I think I think what got me was the seatbelt. <laughs> what got me was the seatbelt cutter. That's one. Okay. And then the, the beacon light. Yes. Magnet on the top and putting it and it just it, that got me. How much is that product? $35. What? In the yes. Pearl. Yes, only $35. Okay, for everybody that's listening, <laughs> I will be posting pictures of all the products that we're talking about. I'm Good. Photos, and I'm going to post pictures, and you can contact her right there and let her know what you want to get because some of this stuff is just need to have. It doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man, especially the, the multi-tool. Like that right there, the road, right. that's a need to have. Like that. $35, you can't beat that. Okay. Yeah. Every, every driver. Every, and there's, they're great gifts for Christmas coming up, holidays coming up. Yeah. Great gifts for new drivers. Yeah, oh, definitely. Great great gifts for um, bad drivers, too. You yeah. know a family member that's a bad driver somewhere, and is going to be busting those tires. Right. That. They need that. Okay. 
investment in their safety, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I didn't even... Yeah, I thought that was just a regular stun gun. That No. I mean, and look at those price differences on that. I mean, even for security officers, you don't have... I think a lot of times people don't have the right equipment because they can't afford the right Right. So that's really another reason why I wanted to get you on the show because... To me, when I saw your table, when I saw, I saw an alternative. I okay. Something, because a lot of times we have close contact situations. A lot of times the police have those fire conversations because people are either trying to run away. Mm-hmm. With security, people, one, don't really know what authority certain security officers have. Okay. So they're always ready to challenge us. hmm mm-hmm. You can get in your face because in their mind you are Paul Blart, you are mall security, and you're not doing nothing. Mm. So the problem is most people don't realize that either certain venues, certain buildings have off-duty police officers as security, or the security is literally that police force, just like uh school police. That is an actual police force. Those universities, high schools, they yes. have yes. police. And I don't think people <laughs> realize that. So we get a lot of close contact situations, especially me. I'm small. I've been doing this for about 13 years. I didn't had men and women step to me like, oh, what you going to do kind of thing. Okay. The things on your belt are really what save you. So I just really was like, okay, I really need to put this in front of my audience, you know, because I knew the price difference was going to be different. So if you're listening, check these products out because having a stun gun on your hip, just as well as your weapon, because the weapon is supposed to be the last resort. Right. People take you there. They they spit on you. They hit you. They mm. and the stun gun I think is a really cool alternative. So I just want to again thank you for coming because I don't I didn't have a clue how much they cost or where to get them from. You know I would have I I think when I looked for myself before I met you I looked on eBay. Okay. And didn't really have any education on it. I was like I'm not buying this because I don't want to just buy anything and then get it and I don't know what I'm doing with it and blah 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 so I think if you guys are thinking about man I can't afford $400 for a, a um, taser you guys should look into the stun gun thing definitely all her information will be in the podcast description and it will be on the podcast page on IG so you know that's just a little plug before we even end it because you guys also have a kids line yes Let's talk about the kids line. Yes, and that's that, that's uh wow, it, it's near and dear to my heart. Um, our kids line is called um Safe Hearts. Safe Hearts. Okay. Safe Hearts, yes. And with the um Safe Hearts, what it is is teaching the children um about safety. We have different books. We have 11 different books. We've recently uh, released our first um book in Spanish. Because, um, you know, the we can't ignore our um, Spanish community. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's definitely um, something that, that everybody needs, again, to talk to the kids about, about gun safety, about yeah. gun safety, about um, their body boundaries. Um, because what we do with our Safe Hearts line, like I said, we have the books, we have board games, um, you know, different things, uh, the parent guide. The parent yeah. guide is very important because that's teaching the parent how to have that conversation uh, with their child. And people always ask me, you know, well, which age should you start? 
And I say, really, you start, as soon as you start teaching, you know, their kids, their um, body parts, you think it's so cute because they can point to their nose, they know their ears, teach them <laughs> all their body parts and the proper names. Yeah. And, and the fact that nobody, you know, should be touching you there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with the safe heart, so there are uh, what we call the heart defenders, the heart defenders in each storybook come rescue when the child is being put in that uh, predicament or a situation where they're being tricked yeah. to do something that's inappropriate okay um so when you see the storybooks they're um you know different age groups of the kids they're multicultural so a child can open that book on that book um you know and see somebody that they can identify with yeah, you know they'll see you know a little boy. They'll see um, a little Hispanic girl. They'll see um, the little African American boy. Um, we have the little um, story, the book bag. So, in the, with the board game, is very important to do role playing. Uh -huh. You know, with the with the kids, you know, what would happen in this situation if somebody says this to you? If somebody offers you this? If somebody asks you to do this? You know, and if you don't, you, you le learn a whole. <laughs> yes, you learn a whole lot from your it children. Sounds like it's good for the parents too. It's excellent. It's excellent for the parents. Yeah. It's excellent for the parents. Um, you know, just to what we call them kid versations, just to have that open dialogue uh, with the child, and again, starting at a very, very early age. And one of the things, um, we have the one book that's called Healed Hearts, Heal Hearts. And this one is about a little girl who had already been a victim of a molestation. And so now she's in counseling. Okay. Well, she's feeling more um, apt to be open about what happened to her because she's in counseling with her peers and she sees other kids. She doesn't feel as isolated or strange Mm -hmm. um, or ashamed because mm -hmm. this has happened to her because she see other kids, you know, who also are dealing with the same thing that she's dealing with. So and no, through, she's not alone. And no, she's not alone. Exactly. And through the proceeds and the, the books of the parent guide is $6. The hardback story books for the kids are $11. And with a portion of those proceeds, what we're able to do is offer free counseling to families anywhere in the United States. So if you bought this book and it's Christmas time, you're sitting down, you're reading it with your grandchild, your niece, your nephew, and they, you know, say something and they open up and say, yeah, oh my God, you know, something happened to yeah. me. Or the coach touched me or the neighbor. Yes. And read anything. Yes, yes. And we definitely want to get that child, you know, want, and you as a parent, as a guardian, you want to get that child in a counseling session as soon as possible. Yeah. And damsel in defense, we can offer our free counseling for your family. That's that's beautiful. I, I definitely need the link to to all of that. So that yes. <laughs> I mean, this is great. I really just think that it's, I've seen, I've definitely seen damsel in defense. Like I've seen the name. I've even, you know what? I've even seen the like company page. Okay. I've never like, I saw that it was um, stun guns and I uh -huh. never went past the first picture. 
I never met somebody, so I didn't really know what they did or how they benefit the community or anything like that. So I think other people have probably seen it and just thought it was just, you know, a company that sells stun guns. But you are like opening up people's minds to the fact like, oh, okay, this stuff can help me protect myself or, oh, this can be an alternative to my duty gear or, you know what I mean? You're you're really helping like brighten the horizon of, of the company, period. So I hope they appreciate you. <laughs> Ew, thank you. And I can I add one more thing to Jasmine. Yeah. Um, and also I want I failed to mention that like with the proceeds, uh portion of the proceeds from all of our products, whether it's a pepper spray, a stun gun, that road side emergency tool, a portion of those proceeds also are going to help victims as survivors of domestic abuse, uh mm -hmm. sexual assault. Yeah. Where we've able uh, we're able to partner with two safe houses that are helping to get girls acclimated um, back into society once they're rescued from sex and human trafficking mm -hmm. so this is a very very large mission um dams on defense again you said, like you said you scan through it and you know so it's, it's more than just you know pepper sprays and stun yeah, guns it's absolutely. definitely about giving back and helping um helping the communities mm -hmm. That that's it's just amazing, you know. That's that's amazing, <laughs> and it's it's amazing that you are in that fight for those people, and they, yes. they have no idea. You know? I really want to know is, have you ever had to use your own products? Well, I came very close um, one time, and I'm glad I did not have to, but I was definitely prepared. I mm -hmm. had did a vending event across the Bay Bridge um, in Cambridge, Maryland. It was a three day event. It was a very successful event for me. I was heading back to my um, hotel, which was about 20 miles away from where the event was. Mm. And it was after midnight. I had uh, uh, quite a bit of cash, <laughs> quite a bit uh -oh. of cash uh -oh. on me. I had my laptop. I had my purse. It was raining outside. Um, there had been a large event in that area so a lot of the hotels were booked. So that's why I was so far away. Mm -hmm. And um, the hotel that I was at, I mean, it was run down. Oh, I, no. And, and no lie, no lie. The balcony, it looked like the um, hotel where Martin Luther King was assassinated. Oh, my goodness. And it was so old and disgusting. <laughs> but that was the only place I could get to lay my head that night. So yeah. as I got out of my vehicle... <clears throat> Again, I was armed and ready, and I was—I had my pepper spray in one hand. I had my bag over my shoulder with my laptop and my purse and everything. In one hand, I had my pepper spray. The other hand, I had a stun gun, and I had—oh my goodness! I was carrying the gotcha with the alarm on it because ah. noise is definitely a deterrent. And mm. all the, with the personal alarms and the stun guns with the alarms on it, because when someone is looking to do you harm they don't want witnesses they don't want yeah. an audience so if you have a what your voice whatever type of noise you can make is definitely a deterrent so yeah. i got out of my vehicle as i approached the stairwell there was a gentleman coming straight at just popped up out of nowhere mm. outside it was a, not another person in sight he was walking with a big long stick like a walking stick which had just been a you know, fake. So uh, immediately I made eye contact with him and spoke to him. That's very important. If you feel it, make eye contact with the person and, and speak to them because they've already 
figured that okay now that person could identify me yeah yeah they could possibly identify me so i don't know if he was looking to do me harm he um reeked of marijuana Mm. so i don't know what his mindset was as i passed him um on the sidewalk and like i said i said i said good evening sir and i kept walking Mm -hmm. i hit the stairs and i i think i probably maybe out of 10 steps i might have touched two of them that's the yeah. way I jetted up them <laughs> stairs because what I thought at that instant is that once we passed each other, all yeah. he had to do was turn around quickly and he could have hit me over the head with that long stick that he was carrying. Absolutely. So I just started sounding off my alarm. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Yeah. I just started going up the steps as I'm running to my room. I just started stood there, getting my key, trying to get in my hotel room. I just kept sounding my alarm. I didn't care if I was disturbing any other other guests at 1230, yeah. quarter to one at night. I was sounding that alarm off at 120 decibels. <laughs> <laughs> I got in my room, shut, literally sat on the bed and cried. Man. Just thinking about what could have happened. Now, you, I, I did read that you have kids and you're married. Yes. Does your husband ever come on these trips with you? He has, but because of his career, yeah. um, he doesn't have the flexibility that I have. Yeah. So okay. a lot of times I'm traveling by myself or a lot of times yeah. um, I travel with other vendors um, okay. Like we'll, you know, collaborate. We'll do joint events together. We'll, you know, split the cost of a hotel room. But this particular um, trip, I was by myself, and a lot of times I do. And I go to town. I travel by myself. We have things for your hotel, for your door, and that's another thing. So once I got in that door, shut it. We have a door alarm, and I wedge that at the door. You guys have everything. Let's yes. Just <laughs> Let's just say that first. And guys, if you're listening to me, I sound excited. I am not getting paid to say that these people have right. everything. She's not. But they literally had, I forgot about that. You told me about yes. that. Yes, I had that door wedged. Let's then- talk about that real quick before, you know, I'm not going to hold you too much longer. No, it's okay. But tell me, this is like one of those, uh, when you click on the TV and they sell right. in the rings. QVC about the door thing and you put it on windows too right yes yes you remember yes so our it's called the step off and so definitely it's good for apartments condos assistant living facilities you have that student in the dorm room or for someone that travels a lot like myself you want to take that portable alarm wedge it at the door at night or it has a suction cup you can wedge it sideways into a sliding glass door, a balcony door. You can also adhere it to a window. So the window, if it's trying to be pushed open, that alarm will sound off again at 120 decibels. Um, we had one of our representatives sell 600 of these items. I wish I had that commission check. She sold 600 to United Airlines because they oh. had a flight attendant on an overnight stay that got attacked. Oh, that so, was yes. So they yeah. made sure that all of their flight attendants now would be able to travel um, with that 
door alarm. So it's called the step off door alarm. That's a, man, I'm about to make a whole wish list. This is really good. <laughs> I, off the top of my head, I want the door alarm. I want the road trip. And I want a really cool stun gun. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> I want a really cool. It has to be, it has to be black. Yes. Or, or like OD green because those are the the I have two different uh setups for okay. different types of jobs. So I needed to still match, you know, still got look cool. I can't have pink or a baby. No, like no. that. <laughs> Man, that is okay. So the important part of all of this is tell us how to follow you, how to order, what the website is, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so um, I am on IG, uh, Fabulously Stunning. I'm also on Facebook. I'm Fabulously Stunning on Facebook also. Um, the website to place orders would be My Damsel. And I'm pretty sure we would type this out too because I know uh, yeah. it's, it's mydamselpro.net forward slash protect dash her. Okay. And then uh, my email is abbypacken <laughs> at gmail.com. And packen is P-A-K-E-N. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I wasn't ready. I, I know you wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> so it is actually the, the letter I, the letter B. Mm-hmm. So it's I-B and then packen, but P-A-K-E-N okay. at gmail.com. I be packing. Okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that is a hashtag. Richard, you use that hashtag. Yes. I be packing. Protect her. All of that is good. Yes. Um, I, I really enjoyed this interview. I feel like I learned something. So I know the listeners will learn something too. Um, th- yeah, this is great. I definitely got to get the photos from you. And Definitely. Uh, I just really appreciate you, you know, taking the time to come on. Um, man. Thank you, man. I mean, it's, I think, I don't know what else to, I think I'm good. I, I feel all like I went to class or something. Yeah, I don't, thank you. Um, yeah, this is great. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you helped some people. And I, and the thing is about empowering people to know that they're in charge of their safety. Yes. Yes. Um, people think that, you know, if something happens, something happens. No, 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 no. If something is about to happen, your story proved that you can turn the tide, you can take control of the situation, mm-hmm. and you didn't even have to break a sweat or pop a nail. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Like you said, I, I, you were prepared already, which is awareness. Yes. I'm aware mm-hmm. that this hotel is mm-hmm. a little crazy looking. I'm aware that I don't see people, but it might be people. Mm-hmm. And I think women kind of sometimes they lack that 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 situational awareness situation. Mm-hmm. So I really think that that's good. And I'm, I'm probably going to do something where I speak on um, going to get air in your tire and yes. in your car at night. Or early. Oh my gosh. So we're going to talk again because I think these products really go into what I'm going to say in that little video. So we're definitely going to link up again and we're going to do, you know what else I didn't talk about? I'm sorry. I, you do the events. Can you tell people, like, how does that work? Getting you to come to their job, to do a seminar, getting them to come to school, et cetera. I'm, I'm so glad. As, as you were talking, your um, last yep. comment, I, I was writing it down. I said, oh, my gosh, I didn't mention that. Yep. Um, definitely. Um, we do lunch. And, I can do a lunch and learn. 
I can come out to your place of employment, um, talk about safety, definitely talk about situational awareness, do a full demo on the products that we carry. Um, I do home parties. I do private home parties. You invite your friends, come out, we do what we call, we can do a sip and safety. We can do wine and weapons. Oh. We can do pizza and pepper spray. Stop um, you can show up in your pajamas, pearls, and pepper spray. I mean, whatever little cute little theme that you want to have, we we can play games, um, safety trivia, and just have a good time. Like I, I do church events. You know, I do talk to your women's ministry. I have yeah. been in the strip clubs. We have been from the strip clubs to the oh, sanctuary. Yeah. yeah. Talking yeah. to women about safety. <laughs> Yes. This is why you have been doing it for five years. Yes. You know, you know, you know what's going on. You know that it's not one type. It's everybody. It's everybody. Everybody deserves to be safe. From, exactly. From the sanctuary to the strip club, they deserve That's to right. be safe. That is a tagline. Tag that, okay? Yes. I might cut that out just so nobody can hear it before you say it. Right. <laughs> Listen. You told us every everything I think you could tell us. If you want to know more, then it's time to book her for an event like she says she do from the sanctuary to the strip club. <laughs> so if you want to know more, then you need to get in contact with her. All the information will be in the bio of this uh, podcast. And we're going to be posting throughout the week about this because I think it's a very interesting and important subject. Um, safety is the goal of the podcast, uh, whether it's working or personal. So uh, man, just once again, thank you for coming on. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, God bless. You have a good one now. Thanks again. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Man, that was a crazy episode. Thank y'all for tuning in. Listen, if you want to support this podcast, support this movement, click the link inside of the bio. Drop a dollar, drop five dollars, drop three dollars. We can start doing some events. We can start doing some hookups. Anything that you guys think of, let me know. DM to me on Industry Talk Podcast on IG. Also on IG, check the highlights. We have job postings and training postings for all over the world. We're just trying to make the industry shine brighter because nobody really knows what security goes through unless you tell them. So let's start telling them. See y'all next time.